Welcome to my show, Chef Deanna Benson Cooking with Friends. I am a personal chef that comes to your home and cooks a fabulous gourmet meal for you. Today we are in Temecula, California at the beautiful estate home, La Casa Contenta. I am going to be preparing four delicious farm-to-table gourmet meals that even you can cook for your special guests. So let's go in the kitchen and get started. So it's very important to have um, a few appetizers or a few things to munch on before your guests or as your guests are arriving. So I suggest um, just a simple fruit and cheese platter. Um, you can dress up your, your actual platter by putting fresh flowers and grape leaves, which I've done here. And it's very simple. You can also pre-cut, prepare the night before um, and place it in the plastic baggie. That way, after you plate your fruit and cheese onto the platter, all you have to do is just throw away the baggies. There's no mess, there's no, there's no mess, there's no hassle. Just simply throw the bag away. Gives you more time to spend with your guests as well as preparing your food. So, it should be fun. Your, your, your dinner party should be fun for you as well as your guests. Just a little tip here. And then how I like to just make sure you get fruits that have different colors in it so they contrast a little and look pretty on the plate. Some cheeses, just kind of a place on the plate. A little rustic looking. And then the crackers as well. I just like to throw some um, fresh smoked almonds and then voila, you're finished. And you just throw away your crush. I will demonstrate how to do the shrimp and mango garlic saute. You can prepare everything prior to your guests arriving for your dinner party. Um, make sure that you take your shrimp and you um, peel and devein your shrimp. Um, I have a wonderful sous chef that you will be meeting shortly that helped me prepare this. After deveining and uh, cleaning your shrimp, um, cut up your mango into almost um, in one inch to one half inch squares. A mango is um, a wonderful fruit that is um, a little bit citrusy, a little bit sweet. 
um, peeling off the very thin skin of the mango. This is a wonderful, nice, juicy mango. Very, very fresh. Sometimes it's hard to find a nice mango um, that's um, ripe or fresh. This one is very, very ripe, very, very fresh. Um, you can kind of tell the mango because it looks a little meaty or, or I guess meaty you would call it. Anyways, you just kind of cut and dice the mango just like that. And again, this is your this is your pod seed. Sometimes you're able to cut the ends off the pod and, and use them with your dish. Sometimes not. Like right now it's a little difficult for that one. So I'm just gonna forego that one and just cut that. Now the next mango that I cut slightly different. So let's see what that one is too. So as you can see, this mango is just a little bit slightly different. It just has a little, it's more firm than the other mango. It's not as mealy. It's still delicious. It's probably a little bit nicer to handle. And both mangoes are, are um, satisfactory to cook this dish. But I just kind of wanted to show you two different um, ripeness of mango and they're, they're all they're, they're both just beautiful and tasty so as you can see this mango is just a little bit easier to handle It'll be delicious and nice and sweet one of the things that I like to do while I'm cooking is actually tasting the actual food that you're you're cooking and the reason being is I had an experience when I was cooking a dish with fresh um, with fresh cucumber and the cucumber was um, actually very um, tough and, and, and um, kind of like a sour taste. The, it looked delicious, it smelled delicious, but it tasted so bitter and it's like wow I almost had to redo the whole dish which was kind of scary but anyways. Okay so we're finished preparing our mango. So what we're going to do is we're going to be placing our mango inside of this bag simple easy uh, bag of shrimp i have six pounds of shrimp and i have um, six mangoes so per one pound of shrimp you would have prepare one mango so we have that prepared mix it up a little bit use your hands nice and clean go over here I'm wash my hands off here. Um, so I have six pounds of shrimp. I have one, two, three, four, five, six large um, cloves of garlic. If they're smaller cloves, then I'm double it. But I love this garlic press. It is an older, old school garlic press and it's just the best. I don't know what I would do without it. And just keep squeezing your garlic right into the mixture. Now, if you like your sauces a little bit more garlicky, please feel free to add garlic, more garlic, because you're you're cooking. You're cooking and it's your style of cooking. You can add or twist your style any way you want to. Um, 
That's why they call it culinary arts, right? So we'll see how this turns out. With this, I'm going to add a little bit more garlic because I like garlic. And I think my friends like garlic too. Just gonna do about three, four more smaller cloves of garlic. They're not that large. Bear in mind, we do have <clears throat> six pounds of shrimps. Quite a bit. Okay, so with the garlic added, I'm just gonna take a few, um, probably about a tablespoon of kosher salt and a stick of butter. Now, if you wanted to omit the butter, that's perfectly fine too. And just go <clears throat> with a little bit of olive oil, which I'm gonna add probably about a half a cup of olive oil. We have a whole mixture in the bag. Get out the air in the bag. And all you do is just mix everything around, just like that. Super simple, super delicious. All of those flavors will marinate together and just be a, a wonderful, wonderful saute when we're ready for it. I do add wine to this when we're sauteing. I don't put a lot of flavors together, a lot of uh, ingredients together in this dish. I would like the pairing of the wine of the Chardonnay to complement the delicious taste of the mango and the shrimp and the garlic. So now that I've marinated this all together, it's ready to go back into the refrigerator. You can marinate this from 1 to 24 hours, whichever fits your schedule. I'm going to be marinating it for just one hour. I'm going to clean up, then I'm going to introduce a special guest to help me finish this wonderful dish. He will demonstrate how we saute the shrimp and makeup. So before I like to put the shrimp in the pan, I like to add a little oil to it so it doesn't stick. And I'll do that right now. So I'm turning the oven on. Alright, I'm going to let the shrimp cook for about five minutes and intermediately add wine to it as it cooks. 
Okay, and while that's cooking, I'm going to be preparing the baguette. We're going to be serving the baguette um, with the sake shrimp. And I just simply cut the baguette into slices on the angle. Um, just pretty much maybe two and a half, three inches uh, thick. So the reason why I'm cutting the baguette um, with this dish is so that the baguette will soak up some of the sauces that the shrimp and mango saute will create. And I just simply place it on a aluminum foil, wrap up all the sides, and stick it in the oven. We preheated the oven to 350 degrees, and we'll probably leave the bread in there for how long? Just a few minutes, five just to ten to minutes, warm. just to get it warm. Yeah. And then once the um, shrimp and the mango saute is complete, we are going to plate it and serve it to our guests. So Trevor, why don't you um, see if you can need to add a little bit of wine to our saute? As you see, the shrimp starting to get cooked on the round edges, so that means one side's done. So you like to flip it all, maybe add a little bit of wine around it. And you want to turn it all over so all the sides get cooked. So you want to make sure that you don't overcook the shrimp. Just slightly, as it turns slightly pink, it's usually done, maybe three to five minutes at the very most. So what do you think the shrimp looks like? I don't know, let's go check it out. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so what do you think? Oh, that looks beautiful. Is it done? done? It's done. All right. All right, plate it. There you go. So I like to just plate it, maybe serve it with a little bit of lemon, and um, place a little slice of baguette on the side to let me get the baguette. So let's take a look at our baguette. Get it clean, nice and warm. Place it on the side, and then we can serve it to our guests. And it pairs so lovely with the wonderful Chardonnay that I selected. Now that we're finished with our first course, we'll be going on to our second course. Which is a sweet summer citrus salad with Sauvignon Blanc. spinach for our fresh spinach salad. We also have the ingredients of the pine nuts, fresh um, citrus 
I used a um, tangelo, which is a cross between an orange and a tangerine. And I took the juices and um, put the juices separately from the tangela um, for our dressing. And I'm just going to add a light vinegar or a light oil for the dressing. So what you want to have is you want to have your apple slices very, very thin. So for instance, you want to cut them thin enough that you can see through them almost. Once you've cut about half of the apple, you can place it inside of your spinach. So now, if you can just add a little bit of the pine, pine nuts. nuts. Right. A little more? Yes. Alright. And a little bit of the feta cheese. Alright. Actually a little lot. About half of that feta cheese. Half. Mm -hmm. And about um, five or six pieces of tangelo. salad dressing. Um, so again, I have the juices from the tangelos. I have about five tangelos. Squeeze the juice out. I have about a cup, um, almost a cup, maybe a little bit, three quarters of a cup. And I just kind of eyeball it. So I've got about three quarters of a cup of the juice and I have about a little, a little more than a cup of the olive oil. A little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, slight, just a tiny bit of pepper, and then just whisk it together, either with a whisk or a fork. Sometimes I use a little jar and I emulsify it, which is just shaking it up in a, in a covered jar. I like to try a little bit, use a little a leftover um, apple, it's delicious. How is that? Mm. Alright, so I guess we're going to pour this on here and go ahead and toss the salad. Alright, so when you toss the salad, you want to make sure that you get everything mixed up nice and evenly. And once you do that, you can just plate it beautifully on the plate. I like to leave a little bit of apples on top so it's nice and pretty, you know? Now that we're finished with our salad, we're going to move on to our main course, with, which is a smoked gouda wrapped in a meatball, served with a puffed pastry, paired with a Malbec. I think you'll enjoy it. dinner party would be a gouda cheese inside of a meatball on top of a puff pastry. So it's got have, we have here three pounds of ground beef 
and I'm just going to put in three eggs. A little bit of seasoning salt, a little bit of actually three cups of um, breadcrumbs, and then we're going to mix them together. And I'll have my sous chef Thank you. go ahead and mix those for us while he's mixing that, and I will be preparing the puff pastry. I buy already prepared pastry, it's very easy, and I get in the freezer section. So what I do is simply, there's actually three parts to the pastry. I cut three rectangular parts, and then from there I will uh, cut this in half again, so make the, um, the pastry it's pretty uniform. Now that you see they're in uniform parts, I just separate them a little bit, just like that. Once I separate them, we will be placing the meatball directly on top of the puff pastry and making it in the oven at 400 degrees for just 10 minutes and that's it. The Gouda cheese will ooze out looks. of the pastry and um, it will just be absolutely delicious. So let's start with the meatballs. All you do is just take one piece of cheese and a about two tablespoons of meat. Wrap it around the cheese. So you take your meatball and place it directly on top of the puff pastry. And then after we place all these meatballs on here, and then sprinkle a little bit of black pepper on, and we're ready to pop it into the oven just for 10 minutes. Okay. Do these look like they do a little more because they're thicker? They're a little bit bigger. Now that we're waiting for our meatballs to cook for about 10 minutes, I'm going to clean this up and we're going to get started on our sweet finish for a wonderful dinner party. finishing touches on our dinner party. What are we making? We are making a vanilla bean ice cream with port wine and dark covered uh, aki berries. <laughs> so here we go. That's a big scoop. Very big scoop. Yeah. Generous scoop, you know. Oh, I just take a small handful of aki berries. Two shots of port wine. Or you can do four if you're like me if you want to, and then I can serve it to my guests right away, or even just put it in the freezer for a little while. But we have one more thing we need to do, is plate the meatballs. 
Trevor, would you mind taking the meatballs out for me? Sure. All right. See how the Gouda cheese just oozes out from the meatball? That's what you want. And then it's absorbed by the puffed pastry. the rest of our food and we'll go take it out to them. Specializing in creating healthy, tasty, gourmet meals. Thank you again, and I'll see you at my next dinner party.